This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. In this episode, it's an average, everyday, normal Oscar special, just like every other Oscar special we've done since the beginning of this podcast. Nothing special to talk about. <laughs> this Oscar special. <laughs> this Oscar special. I don't know, guy. Maybe you couldn't hear the music that it ended. It ended like yeah. I 10 yeah. I was kind of cutting out a little bit, mm-hmm. but it was like it was fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's apathetic enthusiasm. Everybody, how's it going? I'm Travis. Hi, everybody. I am Brandon, and welcome to Apathetic Enthusiasm, the show where we talk to you about the ups and downs of popular culture and media and mediums. Let's talk about. Kodak do we, film. Do we talk about the ups and downs of psychics? Is that is that something we do? Ooh, like it could, mediums. It could it could be. It could very not psychic. Sometimes sometimes they predict your future and it doesn't happen. It's Look, a down day. Today Can't all be winners. Today we're going into a deep dive about Sylvia Brown. How many murders has she solved? Zero. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Zero. Um, all right. Uh, before before we get into our annual Oscar spectacular, uh, we have a little bit of business to get uh, taken care of first. So so bear with us. Uh, if you're new to this show, if you're just joining us for the first time, and you want to keep up with us on social media, there are plenty of ways you can do that. You can follow this podcast at Apathusiast on Twitter. Uh, I am at Joe Gomino. He is at Barnyard Cruise. You can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash apathetic enthusiasm show or send us an email apathetic enthusiasm show at gmail.com instagram pictures of sushi and all sorts of fun stuff uh, at apathetic underscore enthusiasm or you can go to our website apathetic enthusiasm.com for all the podcasts that we make including this one interdimensional rss uh submit it for your approval twilight zone podcast and and any other discontinued podcast that may or may not exist out there anyway you can watch us live monday nights 8 p.m.-ish Central Time. Uh, that's at twitch.tv slash apatheticenthusiasm. Follow us on Twitch uh, so that you can be notified when we go live. Or it may be your busy Monday nights. You can go to youtube.com slash apatheticenthusiasm. Catch video versions of all our podcasts right over there. Finally, by our love, support the show directly. Patreon.com slash apatheticenthusiasm. Thank you to all of the patrons over at patreon.com. You are the best 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 that's our new song that's that's not our new song i take that back this is this isn't this isn't the show where you do intros brandon (laughs) no it's not you don't do intro music on the show ah 
damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Well, that's okay. That's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll learn to live. Uh, how are things going, Travis? Oh, you know, they're swell. They're swell. I feel like it's been so long since we got to do this. It's been, it's been a dog's age. Yeah. A do- I mean, assuming the dog only lives a month. I think they, I think some, I think some dogs do only live a month. Usually if they're sickly or they get eaten by wolves. Yeah. In that case, that's, that's a dog's age. Um, no, it's, I'm, I mean, I'm fine. I'm, I'm continuing to print lots of things that I don't need or serve no purpose other than to take up space on my desk. Mm. Um, I have been printing lots of things, but I've not been painting lots of things, Okay, uh, which means I have an extensive backlog of things I need to paint. Okay. Uh, but I feel somewhat guilty painting because it is a very personal habit uh, or, or like practice. So I've been spending a lot of time with family doing lots of things. Mm. And so, um, yeah, yeah, it's been good. How are you been? Uh, I've, I've, I've been pretty good. Uh, I have been I was on a trip last week up to the D.C. area and I have various friends who are up in D.C. Bob Carroll is one of them. Sorry, wow. Bob. Long time supporter of this podcast. <laughs> if, you're, if you're listening, Bob, sorry, I was up there and I didn't uh, hang out with you. Surprise. Uh, uh, but a lot of other friends there that were just like uh, uh, my friend Eric, Eric Freudner, he was there. He's act- He was actually on a trip up there from uh Long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> Eric. Uh, but a lot, lots of people up there. So that was, that was kind of cool. Um, got back here. I, I did buy a, I. I think we may have talked about it briefly. It did buy a house. And so got back from a trip, moved some stuff over to the new house. And uh, that's kind of cool. A little bit stressful of being like, okay, what, like timing, leaving this house that we're in currently. And like, when do we need to switch everything over for the new house? And uh, is our, yeah. is, is the, is the place we're renting from going to let us out of our lease 12 days early, you know, stuff like that. The answer is no. Aye, aye, aye. The answer not. is no. They're no, gonna make they us. Not. They're gonna make us pay for those prorated days, like a bunch of cool dudes. Anyway, sounds sounds just like America. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so that means that means we get yet another uh, background change for you in whatever <laughs> new version of a studio you you cook up in uh, in your next place. Looking looking very much forward to that. Uh, it, it's it's going to be great. So let, new just, season, new background on Rick and Morty season <laughs> season every, six. Every Stay season, tuned. one of us is going to have a new background. Yeah, that's whether, our, whether we just have to make a fake one on Zoom, it's going to happen. That's it's our new. Happen. That's our new. Uh, our new thing. Uh, yeah. So about this, new, we bought this new house, and when we when we when we looked at the house originally, it was furnished. There was stuff in there, beds in the bedrooms, and what have you. Uh, you know, dressers, desks, stuff like that. Once they moved out, we bought it. Everything moved out. Chelsea went in there and she looked at the floors and I wasn't there. And she's like, these floors are so disgusting. Uh, the carpets were, were nasty and had stains and stuff like that. So day one of having the keys, uh, my, my brother-in-law, Howie went in there and, uh, my son helped rip up all the carpet in the the four bedrooms that we have and and oh toss my. it out. We're like, okay, cool. Well, we're going to get new, we're going to get new carpet for for the for those rooms. Uh and it's a good thing we did. Although it's going to cost some money, we noticed that um the office space that I'm going to be in for my new background underneath the carpet, uh the, some of the the wood was rotting. 
uh, by there's a uh, there's an exit way directly to our backyard from the, that office space, and it's not sealed properly, so water's getting in and rotting that wood there, and so it's a it's actually a good thing that we it it's good thing for a lot of things that we took that carpet out. That one is a good yeah. because we realized there was more damage that was happening to the house. And uh, so now we're just waiting for carpet to or flooring to come in and then we yeah. can move the rest of our shit in. I mean, I mean, that's good. It's good that you caught that. It also is indicative of just how terrible it is to try and buy a house in 2022 uh, and how competitive the market is that you're like, yeah, we'll take it. Give it to us. Uh, the carpet's terrible. It doesn't matter. Um, just please let us buy our house, uh, and then you find all these things after the yeah. fact. Yeah, I mean, we didn't. We didn't you know, know the carpet was terrible when we bought it. Otherwise, yeah. we we might have thought a little. I, I think we, I always make I always make it a habit whenever I go into any kind of open house, um, just to rub my face vigorously yeah. um, on the carpet, just to you know get a <laughs> sense for the thing, um, the thing that the thing that has been the worst. And Chelsea is an angel. She has been working so hard. I was on a I was on a trip where I just I sat in a She's room. I'm gonna hear this, Brandon. I know not, you can you can butter her, her up all you want. I took She's all like, my soundproofing off of the walls, so it, my voice echoes through the, the house. <laughs> there now. you go. Um, my wife is amazing. <laughs> I ha- I have to do it because you know this is this is my you know hitting someone in the face. Um. So <laughs> I get get my wife's name out your mouth. <laughs> she's 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 great. Like she. I sat in a room all week listening to people talk about strategy and vision where she was here at the new house, like cleaning up stuff. And they had like a, like a Husky, they had a very shetty type dog and shaggy dog. The hair was, the hair was everywhere in the dishwasher. She's like, I cleaned out so much dog hair out of the dishwasher. Uh, the, the washer and dryer so much hair in the washer and dryer that they that they left for us uh and there's just like so much stuff to clean and and i and i hate it because the house it's gonna it's ours it's it's our forever home it's gonna be great but it starts off with such a uh, like money pit type (laughs) type thing yeah i mean but also with that i think that kind of gives you some freedom because the house isn't like in pristine condition to kind of feel like immediately have that sense of ownership and get in there and be like, all right, I'm going to change this. I'm going to update this. I'm going to fix this. I'm going to make it mine. I'm going to make this space how I want it to be. Whereas like the house that I last, that this house that I'm in that, uh, that I bought, it was like brand new and like the builders like basically built it and then handed us the keys. And there's a part of me that almost has that like renters mentality where it's like, all right, I don't want to mess it up. I don't want to do too much. I don't want to like jack things up too bad because yeah. it's like a brand new house. And I feel like if I if I do too many things myself, then like it's going to affect the resale value or somebody else is going to be like, oh, that's not what I was interested in. And the fact is we don't know that this is going to be, we're pretty confident this isn't our forever home. So um, you kind of want to like, oh, we're only going to use command strips. No, <laughs> no nails, no holes in the walls. Yeah. Anyway, um, this is really the topic that we wanted to get into it, on our really, Oscar special. This, really this, is. Is, this is really. This is um, rapport. This is rapport building yeah, yeah, because we, exactly. we've been so busy. <laughs> we don't want to talk about painting. We're just going to catch again. up on our life's business for <laughs> the last month because we've been so busy. We've barely even gotten to hang out and, and chat online. Yeah, speaking, but, uh, speaking about hanging out and chatting online. Our kids play video games all the time now. Yes. 
Yes, they do. And it's funny because um, my son's a little bit older than your son. Yeah. Uh, but my son is um, he is a very sweet young man, and he, he has very youthful interests. Um, so he seems to, like, get along better with younger kids. Um, and your son is awesome. Uh, so they have been like calling each other on like their iPads or whatever, and then been playing video games for hours, days (laughs) at a time. Um, and it's just so fun to hear them like talking to each other and and having that interaction, um, which is crazy because like. I mean, they were neighbors at one point in history, yeah. but for a very long time, we have lived in different parts of the world. So it's it's just so cool that you know, our kids can like, continue to have those friendships like like we do. Like father, like of. son. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, then, and then I hear while, you know, they're playing Roblox or something, your son like burp, burp, derp, 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 <laughs> while, while he's playing a game. And I'm like, yeah, this is Brandon's kid. This is a hundred percent Brandon's kid. <laughs> he has he has definitely taken some uh, some some mannerisms from his father. That zero, is zero zero conversation ability when you're playing a video game, <laughs> except for making noises randomly. Yeah, yeah, it's it's all good. It's all good. Uh, well, we got we got several people watching along over on Twitch. Welcome to the stream. Uh, I have a question for those of you that are watching. Uh, throw your answer down in the chat uh do you watch the oscars um is that something that you normally watch is that something uh you never watch and 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 if you're uh listening on the podcast uh or over on youtube let us know leave a comment um you know send it to us over at apathusiast on twitter i want to know are you an oscar watcher and did you watch the oscars this year because as as longtime listeners of this podcast know brandon is not an oscar watcher he he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't tune in for the award shows. It's not his thing. He's rolling his eyes. But well, I certainly didn't watch the Golden Globes because they got they got hashtag canceled. Um, but I did I did watch the Oscars this year, and uh, it was it was quite an interesting event production what <laughs> event it was a interesting it was event. an interesting and I mean the Oscars are always interesting and there's like. I don't know. There's always like some some weird standout things that happen. But this entire production really felt different to me. And I don't know, maybe if it was just because like two years of pandemic life and it was the first time that they had like an arena full of celebrities all there in person for the actual award show. But uh, yeah, it just... Lots of things from the production felt very weird. And so I'm going to, I'm going to bring up some of those to you, Brandon. I want to get your thoughts on the concepts, right? Um, Obviously you don't have full context because you didn't watch the show. Correct. Um, But, but but we'll, we'll, we'll still, but can we uh, just to divert for a half a second? I tried watching the Oscars last night. I wanted to because, well, wants a strong word. I tried to, uh, but I couldn't get on ABC.com. It was locked. An attempt, an attempt was made. I didn't have my my antenna was not strong. I wasn't getting the local channels. Do and you have I, an antenna? I do, but it's it's not a it's it's a crappy one. It's not a powered mm. one. And, oh yeah, you know. Uh, so it's and I'm on the coast right now in San Pedro, 
Oh yeah. It's not yeah. it's not super it's not not, not picking not up picking a up. lot of TV signal from the yeah. ocean. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um so go ahead and go to patreon.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. <laughs> uh so Brandon can get a cable powered antenna. So we can watch local channels. Um I I I had to actually watch the Oscars from my bedroom because for whatever reason the antenna in my living room doesn't like ABC, but the oh. one in my bedroom works just fine so uh oh, so oh. I, I i curled up in bed <laughs> and watched the academy awards um i also want to say on my uh my google tv when i was looking to try to get to abc i that did a little voice thing and it's like Bookunk! abc and it went to started playing the jackson five song no it started it started telling me the abcs like you're a you're a you're a TV. Why are you? Why I know what the ABCs are, man. Come on, Google yeah. Play. Stupid. I I I know my alphabet. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, this was geez, what number is this? this is the ninety fourth Academy Awards, oh. uh, hosted from uh, the Dolby Theater in Hollywood by Regina Hall, Amy Schumer, and Wanda Sykes. Okay. Um. Yeah. I. Right off the top, um, I I thought that the hosts did a did a pretty good job. I'm I'm not like a huge Amy Schumer fan, um, but I I really liked a lot of her delivery and in, in this show. Um, Wanda Sykes is is great, uh, and and her her I don't know maybe maybe it's just my like curb your enthusiasm like perspective, but um, I I I I like her. <laughs> She she did she did a bit where she goes to visit the Oscars Museum, um, and if you you just have to go watch it because uh, she's she's talking about how she's a donor like she donated fifteen dollars to the museum and so she should have her name on the donor wall and all these things and then she's she's just basically giving wrong answers about all this movie trivia throughout I don't know it's 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 just a great bit it, it I, sounds I, I really funny really yeah. I'm really yeah. Shut up. <laughs> it sounds really. Good. It sounds really great. I don't want. I don't want to repeat the whole thing. Go watch it. Just go watch it. No, I will. Um, and then you can go probably visit the Oscars Museum whenever it opens because you're you're in. Oh, that it's not. Area. It's not open yet. I don't think so. Oh, maybe it is. Well, I mean, now now I definitely want to watch that clip. <laughs> so I don't have to. If, go. if this if this is the tone <laughs> for the rest of the episode, we'll talk about the three episodes of Peacemaker that I've watched, and we'll just we'll just call it that. Um, no, no, I, I, I thought the show was just weird in its production value because mm. a lot of the awards that traditionally they would do live were pre-recorded. So oh. a lot of mm -hmm. the less famous, less, I don't know, like popular awards, a lot of the like sound design, best Ooh. makeup. I don't know. Uh, I don't know some some of the costume uh, achievements in editing. Uh, those those awards were pre-recorded uh, hours before the actual event, and then they went back and cut into the live broadcast uh, the acceptance speeches of those individuals, but they would like cut to the live audience 
as well. So it would be like, oh, hey, these people won. But it was like very clear that it was not during the, the live show because there was no presenter that came on stage. It was just a voiceover that was like, and next uh, for achievement in editing. Dune, right? And, it, and like it would say the, four, the five nominees or whatever, and then it would just say the winner and then it would cut to like people coming up on stage and be like, oh, thank you. I want to thank my producers. Um, but yeah, then it would cut to like, I don't know, Timothy Chalamet in the audience just like <laughs> excited, right? Or, but he wasn't even in the building when that person won their award. I mean, were, so, were, they, were they playing it like on the monitors maybe? maybe i mean i feel like i feel like for the, i feel like for the uh the live like because that was the 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 show was live so yeah maybe they were just playing that up on the monitors and people were watching it but i don't know i don't know it's you got a room full of actors so it seemed like, weird all right everybody five five minutes we're coming back from commercial in five minutes uh all right we're going to come right out of this commercial with our uh best uh, makeup category uh, need big smiles. You all know how to act. Pretend you're having a great time. Five, and five, four, four three. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't That's know. That fair. was really That's weird. And, and it just it it gave a it, almost like a rushed sense to like the show because it 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 definitely was picking and choosing on categories where like some things were definitely more important, yeah. and then this category. Yeah, here's your here's your five minutes. Come on up, and then uh, you're out. So well, I don't you, know. You it, remember, just, it just felt weird. You remember a, a couple years back, there were the the podcast awards, and I think, uh, I think, I think Blueberry. By the way, go mm-hmm. to blueberry.com and use the code AEPOD for two months free. But I think, uh, I think the the dude who founded Blueberry had these podcast awards. It was a couple years back, and they the winners of the podcast awards. It wasn't live. They did it all on like Zoom or whatever the, the, the precursor of Zoom was. Uh and it was it was such a debacle. Um they had pre-recorded videos for the winner, so there's no like there's no you know tension or like, ooh, who's gonna do it? Because like the the victory speeches were all pre-recorded as it as it was. So it's like, I don't know. I I for like a live event and you're in the audience you're like okay who's who's gonna do it who's the academy gonna pick for best cinematographer uh, let me pick a different one best gaffer <laughs> like there's still there should be excitement I there i don't know if there's ever been like an on-stage award for best gaffer in well this. <laughs> we can we could change that we could change hey, that you know there's always there's always time best there's always fully artist <laughs> you know <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 th- I felt like yes, it was an attempt to try to make a notoriously long event a little bit shorter, uh, but it just it didn't. It just to me felt a little flat, and it and some of those I some of those awards and those speeches for me I feel like end up being some of the most endearing or like because yeah okay really famous celebrities come up and accept their best actor, you know, things like that. But for some of those smaller films or, or some of those, um, 
those other roles, like so much work goes in at that level as well. Yeah. And it's great that those folks get to get recognized it's, as well. It's so. about the magic of filmmaking, not the magic of three movies. Of of directing and starring. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like there's exactly. so much more that goes into filmmaking that the the awards, although I don't watch them, it's they're meant to be a celebration of filmmaking as a whole, yes. not just a yes. very focused on the the big three best actress best actor best well big four i guess film yeah. and director yeah. uh, uh other other highlights from the show they did they did an homage to uh 60 years of james bond films oh yeah um, which was which was really just like a huge montage of all of the bond clips uh played to they play, played to some music did they do carly simon nobody does it better no. Oh, really? So. Oh, yeah. was it uh, Billie Eilish singing her I think it was, Bond song? I think it was. I th- well, so she performed live because because the and and um we can just talk about all the musical performances. Um, they they played all of the best song, um, nominees uh, as performances. They were almost all live performances. The show opened with a pre-recorded. Um, epic musical number by Her Majesty Beyonce. Uh, and she was she she recorded out actually at the tennis courts where Venus and Serena Williams like learned to play tennis, which was a big deal in the movie King Richard, right? And her song was from from the film King Richard. Uh, so they like dressed up the courts and had all these people in like bright orange clothing and she performed out there and it was it was awesome uh like i don't like beyonce isn't like in my like normal like rotation of music that i'm that listening to on the regular but right i i can't argue like the showmanship and talent because it's she, she's she's really good she's she's great uh and likewise billy eilish who you mentioned earlier uh her and her brother phineas uh, were nominated for uh, their their was it No Time to Die I think yeah, um, yeah that's the, that's the name of the song <laughs> yeah and uh, and Billie Eilish is ridiculous uh, she can sing and, yeah and she definitely did that yeah she so. she was saying I I saw just a very brief interview like snippet where she said that that song forced her to belt it out and she wasn't that's not something she was normally comfortable with. And I haven't heard it, but I have no doubt that she is is a talented young woman with the pipes yeah. to match. Absolutely. Uh, I heard in an interview just before the the show started that I guess they they wrote that while they were on tour. And so the only way that they could record it is they had to, like, clear out the tour bus or, like, go down and, like, some, like closet of the tour bus with like the engines off and everything uh because that was the only quiet spot that Mm -hmm. they could find to record it and so they recorded that way and sent it in and then it ends up winning the oscar for for uh best original song um so it's, it's just so cool that like we live in a world now where someone can like grab some recording equipment and go you know, hunker down in a closet and then win an Oscar for yeah, for sure their work. That's that's really cool. Uh, they I have not seen Encanto, but they that was one of the performances, right? 
Yes. So, um, Dos Orugitas uh, is is the song that was nominated for uh, best song, uh, and so that was performed live. Um, it, it was it was a nice number, um, but then they also did a we don't talk about Bruno medley, uh-huh. which was the high point for my kids who have definitely watched Encanto multiple times. And like, all right. Yeah. I've got all the, I've got all the lyrics of, we don't talk about Bruno memorized. It's not a big deal. Okay. Like every other, you know, parent that has actually watched the movie, yeah, not, not, not present company excluded. <laughs> um, it's, it's Bob. No question. Right. Lynn, Lynn's got it all figured out, but, this performance started off strong with all of the voice talent from Encanto doing the first like third of the song maybe and they're coming in and they're in like their bright costumes but then all of a sudden they bring in like rappers and other people and it and it shifts from the actual we don't talk about Bruno song to like a weird like Oscar parody type song and then it's just like vaguely latin celebrity artists at the end who are who are like, singing like we don't Pit, talk about Bruno like Pitbull comes out <laughs> I mean, he looked like Pitbull, but I don't know who he was. Um, I don't think it was Pitbull, but um, yeah. And so I don't know, like all of my kids were like, we don't talk about, wait a minute, what are they doing now? And they're like, is that Megan the Stallion? Who is that? What's, which rap, is that Doja Cat? I don't, I don't know who that is. Um, and then by the end, all my kids were just like, Meh, all right, they skipped the best parts of the song. <laughs> like, so I know, I, mean, I, I know nothing about, good. I know nothing about that, that song, but let me tell you, every time I see somebody mention it on Twitter, I think, oh, they're, they're talking about Bruno, the movie with Sasha Baron Cohen back in the, the mid two thousands. We don't listen. We don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> we don't talk okay? about Bruno. <laughs> we don't. Every, every time I see Bruno, I'm like every time. Uh, there's a first thought Sasha Baron Cohen and then oh they're talking about that Encanto song again yeah yeah those Orugitas <laughs> that's that's the one they're talking about what do you uh, uh, okay, other other, other music uh, Be Alive oh, that was that was the Beyonce one uh, Down to Joy was from Belfast and Somehow You Do uh, that was from Four Good Days music and lyric by Diane Warren. Uh, so I think that's the one that Reba McIntyre sang. Oh, Reba was um, there. Yeah, yeah. Re- Reba was there. So uh, some some solid musical performances, which uh, I think are always uh, pretty great in the Oscars. As I saw well, so. I saw a tweet from one of the bartenders from the Oscars last night where he said that uh, after the big event happened, everybody stopped drinking. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So I mean, and I'm sure. And he also said Rami Malek and Reba were the nicest people there. No doubt. No doubt. Um. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna talk about the slapper around the world. It's gonna happen, folks. So just just hold, just hang out. <laughs> hang out. We have a, we have a few more things to cover. Um. I showed you a clip. Yeah. 
before we recorded this podcast, and this was a this was like the COVID joke of the night, and uh, involved host Regina Hall coming out and saying um, everybody's been tested here, uh, but we have some folks that we have to get retested. Um, and earlier in the monologue, she had announced that she was single. Uh, so then this joke proceeds where she calls uh, very famously attractive individual men uh, up to the stage to get their COVID tests. Uh, at some point, she talks about doing like a deep PCR test with like her tongue or something. Um, and I don't know. It just it it went from like a kind of a funny joke of like, OK, yeah, haha, like, OK, we're going to get these guys their COVID tests. And then it got. It, like it hit the point of like funny and then it got to the point where it's like okay this is kind of like a little <laughs> much and by the end of the scene like she's jason momoa uh oh and i can't remember who the other guy was um they come out to present an award and she's literally patting them down doing a covid pat down uh, you know, because we're in a pandemic still. Okay. Um, like, it was funny, but it was another one of those moments where I was like, this joke is borderline, like, inappropriate. Yeah. Like, it's, I see the humor in it. I see what they're trying to do. But, like, the execution is a little off. Well, they, they, they went to, they went too long. The joke was That's too the, long. Yeah. Something you know plenty about. Yes, yes. But it's different. It's different when you're doing a joke that's way too long because you want to make people feel uncomfortable to where it circles back around again and and people find the humor in the it. The discomfort becomes funny. Yes, right. yes. Yeah. This, was, this was a bad execution over a long period of time. Like, I didn't watch the entire clip, and it was maybe, it was only three or four minutes, I think. Sure. Well, yeah. in the... In the abbreviated version that you sent me, which is somebody explaining what's going on, uh, but it was like, okay, she's calling a bunch of uh, attractive Hollywood leading men, and Will Smith is like, no, 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 he's not going, not going up there, and I'm like, okay, all right, what's what's going on here? Foreshadowing. Like, we're just we're just <laughs> naming a lot of people. Okay, moving on, and then she starts patting him down, which I didn't even get to that part. Because I like, do I need to? Yeah. Josh need to Brolin, watch? that was the other Uh-oh. guy that she. she like, do I need to watch any more of this? You're like, no, as long as you get the gist of it. Um, in, yeah. you know, it's one of those things. Like, yeah, it could it would. Small doses, small doses. Maybe she didn't want to leave anybody out. Which you know, I can't, That's I fair. can't, I can't fault her for that. I can't fault the writers for that. She didn't. She didn't pat down Timothy Chalamet. So that's that's uh, probably, that's I mean, probably. That's, who that's, didn't wear a shirt under his suit. Jacket. I so. think it's, I think he's jailbait still. <laughs> looks, I don't know. He looks sixteen, so I know he's not. Yeah. Let the spice flow. That's I know. All he, I know he's of so. age. Yeah, I've been I've been watching his career for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I shall watch your career with. Uh, what is it? What is the line? I don't know. I don't, I don't, it's I don't a Star know. Wars line. It's it's too. Uh, it's a prequel line, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, a few other things of note. Um, something that the Academy tried to do this year to uh, increase fan interest. Oh yeah. Um, and also include 
box office movies that do really well in theaters but don't necessarily have the same critical acclaim or same, I don't know, artsiness that makes them Oscar worthy. Uh, they 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 did a few like fan votes and and one of one of these votes was uh, something called the um, Oscars cheer moment. And, and and this was intended to be sort of voted on by the fans, the moments in the theater that really get the fans just the most fired super, up, super hyped. So so moments were were played uh, in a David Letterman style top five um, <laughs> with just very flat Num- voiceover. Like, and now our. Top five fan cheer moments, starting with number five, The Matrix. Neo, so it was like Neo dodging bullets in The Matrix. Um, number four was uh, when Jennifer Hudson is singing uh, And I'm Telling You in Dreamgirls. And she's like belting in that moment, which great, great moment. Uh, not, I mean, Dreamgirls was good, good flick. But then we get into numbers two and three. Two movies that I saw in the What was number three? I'm thinking about to tell you. These are two and three. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. I thought you skipped. Oh, boy, my brain. I thought you skipped three and you went to like one and two. But so like why would I I care about two and three? I'm like, I'm waiting for one. So I think I thought you jumped to one and two. All right. All right. So number three was Avengers Endgame. Okay. The moment when everybody comes out of the portals and Cap gets the hammer, and he says, Avengers Assemble. Yeah, hell yeah. And literally, the theater I was in erupted in excitement. Yes. Prob- probably one of, arguably, the most like exciting moments for me in a theater after a decade of MCU. And it, and it like all came together in that moment. Huge, huge cinematic experience. Followed closely by number two, Spider-Man, No Way Home, the culmination of the three Spider-Mens coming all together. Um, this was their uh, this was their way of honoring Spider-Man and and how amazing it's been in the theaters. Yeah, that was number two, which could only mean one thing. Number one. Oh yeah, Flash entering the Speed Force. <laughs> and like even even like the clip as it's playing like with that Zack Snyder slow-mo and like the low slow music and everything and I'm just like <laughs> I don't think I don't think my heart rate increased while watching that scene um so I don't know if DC fans are just like their message boards were popping off and they're like, Hey, let's do hit up the votes. Let's get this. Let's get it for our boy, you know, hashtag (laughs) Snyder cut. But yeah, that was, that was like a letdown for me. Cause I was like, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, no, that was not, that was not the same type of feeling in that movie as in the other two. And it's, so it felt to me like it was like a stage, like expectation, like, yeah, we're going to throw these five options in there. 
and it's going to force Marvel to the top. And then if, the if, internet spoke. Here, here's here's what happened. This is what this is what I'm guessing, and take this as fact because I'm guessing this is what happened. Was there there wasn't a weighted vote there? It was it was sure. popular vote, and the DC fanboys, they're like, got to give Snyder's due. Let's get him. Let's get him recognized. You best recognize Snyder. And in the meantime, Marvel fanboys were torn between the No Way Home because of its recency bias. Split. And split, vo- split the vote and the end game in the end game. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think no way home was bigger because of that, because it was so recent, but yeah, that's it. That's the only way I can figure it that the speed force, which I will, I will admit that him entering it was cool. Like to me, that that's cool. Cause I, I like yeah. DC stuff too, but it, it's no way, no way in hell is it come close to end game. Uh, yeah. that 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 scene it's whatever which which of those five would be your number one do well, you think you go end game or jennifer hudson. recency bias with jennifer hudson good call good call. <laughs> yeah yeah obviously yeah. obvious obviously. obviously uh somebody somebody said uh on twitter it might have been alex fear he's like um uh make an offer he can't refuse uh you talking to me and Flash enters the Speed Force. <laughs> those, are his, the <laughs> those, those are his top three uh, cheerworthy <laughs> moments. Absolutely. Um, also, also this year they they attempted yet again to uh, vote, have fans vote on the most popular uh, film, uh, allowing fans to vote on any film. Uh, and so those included uh, Spider Man No Way Home, uh, Army of the Dead. Uh, oh, which was Zack Snyder's Netflix zombie movie. Uh, and then the reimagined Cinderella with uh, Camila, Camila Cabello uh, were, were all included in that list. So um, how did, it was how really, did, really bizarre. How did, how did, uh, whatever the, the dead, right? What was it? Uh, Army of the dead. Army of the dead. How, how did that, how did that win? I don't, I don't get that. It was the, the Snyder Mob is is in full effect. They that they, movie they, that movie they made pisses it me off. I know I know you didn't see Army of the Dead, um, but uh, man, it had it had some some shit in it. So basically, uh, Las Vegas is walled off. There, all the the zombies are in there, and uh, some young woman or whatever they, they go in there to, to take supplies out of las vegas get money and, and take the supplies back out batista's daughter is kind of like in this refugee camp outside of las vegas and uh batista he's he's like a badass kind of uh mercenary so he he gets called to go in there and, and steal this money from a las vegas vault and his daughter's like i need to go save maria who went in there i need to save her and her daughter and so Batista's like, no, it's dangerous in there, and you don't have any combat experience. Why would I take you in there? She's like, well, if you don't take me, then I'm not going to tell you how to get in there. And so then, then they, he takes her in there, uh, and then all their adventure stuff happens with zombies. They find the woman, the the daughter, and and him do. Uh, they get out of there in like a helicopter, but then the helicopter crashes, and then like the daughter walks off but you never you never hear anything else about the the person she went into to, to, 
to save. Um, it was it was like what a dumb and and she gets him into so much trouble. Like it, there's like a climax in the film where she's like she ditches Batista, Batista to like go find this woman, and like they're in the middle of a Las Vegas zombie <laughs> thing. Uh, so so frustrated. It's not a nothing good... more important during a uh, zombie apocalypse than uh, the American dollar. Uh, cur- <laughs> currency very important uh, in, in in post apocalyptic but there, but there's... Uh, health, hellscapes. So. But really, but realistically, the point is is that Army of the Dead. No way in hell could it be just based off of votes that that beats No Way Home, the top grossing film of 2021 yeah it's just i don't know somebody ran an algorithm or something i don't know i don't know how they do it these wizards uh but uh yeah they made it happen so uh you want to talk about the slap uh there's other there's other stuff i want to talk about (laughs) that was a slap right there um all right if you've been on the internet in the last 24 hours you know about this you've seen it um, but we will set the stage for you one more time. Yeah. Uh, where were you? Chris, where was I? Yeah. Where, where were you? I in, when it happened, I was cuddled in my bed. In forty um, in forty years, we're gonna be we'll, we'll look back on this moment and we'll where, tell our grandkids. Where were you when the Fresh Prince <laughs> slapped the Rock, Chris right. Rock? Um. Yeah, I I will say this, and I don't know if this was just the fault of my local ABC affiliate or what, but. I, I genuinely thought it was having to do with the antenna that I was watching the uh, the broadcast on. Uh, starting at the the tail end of the scene that the hosts were doing and leading into Chris Rock's uh, presentation uh, where he came out to uh, uh, present the award, I I was having v- like significant audio issues with. Uh, with my feed so i like i was getting no audio and then it would cut to like clips and i would get sound for that but then like it the way it sounded was like if there was a microphone at the back of the theater Uh and that was the only one that was left on so i could like barely hear what chris rock was saying but it was like it was very distant the video crystal stayed right. A video was all fine. So basically Chris Rock comes out to present the Oscar for best documentary. Um, and he's a stand-up comedian. His job is to make some jokes. So he starts with, uh, you know, some general jokes about folks that are in the first few rows, which traditionally are the ones that, are prime for uh ridicule uh in in Oscar tradition and uh sitting on the front row were uh Will Smith and his wife uh and Jada Pinkett Smith Jada Jada Pinkett Smith uh yeah and so they were sitting there if you do not if you do not follow these individuals um Jada Pinkett Smith has uh alopecia uh, which she has been vocal about her struggles with it. Um, and so she has a very similar haircut to what I have. Uh, if you do not ever tune into the video version of this podcast, Travis is the I'm bald the, one. 
I'm the bald one. Um, so she has very little to no hair on her head. Crushes it. Rocks that look. I thought she looked awesome. Mm-hmm. Chris Rock comes out and makes a joke about her starring in the next version of G.I. Jane. Initially, yeah, he, when you... He, po- he points to her. G.I. Jane Points two. to her. Can't wait to watch the next G.I. Jane, right? For those of the, for the adolescents in the in the listening audience, uh, G.I. Jane was a film uh, with Demi Moore, <laughs> yeah. uh, where she was a female that joined the army and shaved her head. Demi Moore got a lot of flack for actually shaving her head for that role. Um, it's very if you analyze the tape, yes, uh, it. It looks like Will Smith is laughing along with the joke initially. Jada is not amused. She looks very upset and kind of looks over at Will. And 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 you can see, you can see her uh it's it's like the Simpsons when Lisa goes to the awards banquet with Ralph Wiggum and He's like, oh, is the oh, is this your girlfriend? Yes, this is my girlfriend. And and Lisa snaps. She's like, I don't even like you. <laughs> and then and then Bart is like, later Bart is rewinding. He's like, look, you can see the exact moment where his heart breaks, and then he plays in slow motion. <laughs> that's that's you can see that happen to Jada yeah. because she yeah. she's kind of laughing along with everything for a minute there, and then. Chris, Chris Rocks is a joke, and you can see the moment that her heart breaks, and she's like, <laughs> yeah. and like she 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 just turns, uh, and and he is la- Will Smith is laughing along, and we don't know if he's laughing along with that joke or if he's still kind of like laughing with what was said before. Yeah, um, you know, like we don't know what happened in that moment because because then five seconds later, and it, it was a pretty short time between that and- yeah because the camera cuts back to chris rock and then you hear him can be like oh because in that moment will smith stands up walks up on the stage and walks down like the way the stage was designed there's sort of like a protrusion towards the front so he's kind of like, has to like, like walk down this catwalk uh and he walks right up to chris rock and just open hand slaps him across the face. No baby powder. No, not at all. Slaps him, turns around, adjusts his finely tailored jacket, and goes and sits back down. Chris Rock's response is, wow, Will, Will Smith <laughs> just slapped the shit out of me, is his exact words that he says. And then in the next... 10 seconds is the moment where everyone goes from is this a funny (laughs) stage bit to oh shoot the fresh prince just got pissed because will's shouting loud louder than the sensors can even like (laughs) affect it almost uh keep my wife's name out of your bleeping mouth he says it twice, and by the second time, like, Lupita Nyong'o sitting behind him is like, oh, shoot, like, <laughs> this is this is serious, right? And so I, again, 
have no audio for any of this. Um, Chris Rock says something to the effect of, wow, that was the biggest moment in Oscars history or whatever. There's a glint in his eye where you think that the professional comedian of decades could just take his experience and destroy the Smith family in that moment. But he thinks better of it. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he presents the award, the potentially biggest travesty of all of this that is that quest love wins for his documentary and it is completely overshadowed. So that, and I didn't get to hear any of his speech or anything. I I need to go back and like, because I still did not have audio at this point. Um, and then like we cut to commercial, right? Like we we go, and at this point I'm texting you. I'm like, bro, I know you don't have it, but you got to jump on Twitter. We're it's, gonna, it's we're, blowing up. We're doing like AE tomorrow. <laughs> we are not doing a Rick and Morty podcast. This is not happening. Um. You send me the unedited, completely raw video that aired in Australia because the Oscars are a freaking global event and they're shown <laughs> all around the world. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. What what are your thoughts? What it what do you what is your perspective after digesting everything that happened for twenty-four hours, give or take? Uh in in this response and how how that all went down oh well i would say i will say this slapping a slapping a full-grown man is not the way to (laughs) to solve your your issues to be a vessel of love in this world (laughs) uh when i was when i was a teenager in choir uh i had my sights on this this uh this Teenage girl. I was a teenager as well at the time, so it's okay to say that. Uh, Christy Godwin. She was dating Spencer Washburn for 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 a long time. Spence, and and then they, and then they broke up. And Christy was talking to me, and I was talking to Christy, and uh, you know, like nothing was happening. She didn't. She didn't care about me in that way. She just was looking for a friend to t- to talk to. Uh. Well, one morning, Spencer and I were were interacting with each other, and he, uh, I must have said something wrong to him because he fucking open hand slapped me. And he's he's bigger than me. He's he's like he's he's as he's as bigger than me as Matt is as is bigger than me. Uh, so okay, he's a big dude, big big old hand, open handed slap. Um, and I thought back then, man. Man, it sucks to get slapped. So, anyways, so the point of that story is slap getting slapped sucks. You shouldn't, you shouldn't, we shouldn't take our anger out using using violence. So I point that out. Now, I used to hit walls when I got angry and you know, kick kick stuff and like I'd la- I lash out physically. There's a there's a part of me that like when I get mad, like that's what I want, that's what I want to do. I just wanna I wanna smash something. I wanna I want to hit something because that's what I feel like is going to get my emotion out. Yeah. And, and if somebody is, if, if somebody hits the right nerve, uh, talking bad about my family or making a joke at my family's expense, 
Like I can, I can understand the desire to want to slap Chris Rock. We've all had the desire to slap Chris Rock. Nobody's not. Everybody hates Chris. Yeah, that's right. They made a whole show about it. <laughs> that, that, uh, exactly. No, I mean, I, I, I like Chris Rock as a comedian, and but yeah, I mean, he's he's a comedian. Yeah. His job is to offend you I, and try and make you laugh. I, I read that that joke wasn't rehearsed. That wasn't on the teleprompter. It wasn't an actual joke that he was supposed to say. He just kind of said it on the spot. Uh, and the thing about the thing about comedians is you're supposed to punch up. You're not supposed to punch down. And maybe that's like punching adjacent. Uh, tr- you know, maybe they consider it punching adjacent because it's to, to a, another star, but it's sure. about something that she's obviously been sensitive about. I, I actually watched a video today, not Oscars related. It was uh, Sarah Silverman, another famous comedian who was talking about how she did like the 2007 video music awards or uh, movie awards, whatever for MTV. And, and in that, in that segment, um, she was for her podcast and she was referring to making a joke about Paris Hilton and She's basically saying, I made this joke back in 2007. I didn't know Paris Hilton was going to be there. I didn't know that directly after the show, she was going to go to prison. And I didn't know that she was going to show up at all. And I made a joke about how, uh, you know, they're getting the prison ready for her because she, uh, they're making the bars look like dicks and she might break her teeth on the bars. And she said that and then looked through the audience as the audience is busting up. And then she, saw Paris Hilton was there and she was like in that moment I'm like I that was that was the wrong wrong thing to say yeah um and so like you know I think I think I I don't think Chris Rock should have said that I shouldn't don't think he should have disrespected something that she's clearly sensitive about a medical condition whether it's whether it's life endangering or not like we don't get to pick our traumas we don't get to pick things we're sensitive about uh but Will Smith shouldn't have fucking slapped him, especially in yeah, like yeah. go, go and, behind and the scenes, like at the after party when you're when he's dancing, getting jiggy with it. Punch Chris Rock then. Yes, <laughs> yes. Go to the Vanity Fair party. Go to wherever Chris is at. Go backstage after you win your freaking Oscar that you win ten <laughs> minutes later, and then talk to him and be like, "Hey, that wasn't cool," and you know. But when we're, we've already talked about the global level of attention on this one night, which is absurd. Like we we do this podcast every year about it, and it's but it's like we talk a lot about movies. You and I are we love film, so like yeah, we I'm I'm interested in what people in the industry are interested in, in terms of what what the best movies are. But like that that moment really for me it 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 tarnished what could have been an awesome moment for will smith in winning an academy award for his performance in king richard which i thought was a great movie i thought he did a good job in it and i would have been way more in his corner i would have been hyped up for you know this kid from philly that you know is being recognized for his acting achievement but instead, like every word that came out of his mouth in that acceptance speech, I was dissecting. Yeah. I was like, 
I was I was critical of apologizing to the academy, apologizing to you know the the event, but not apologizing to Chris Rock is one of those things where it's like, okay, like I'm sorry this happened, but I'm not sorry I did it to you type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. His 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 quote about uh love makes you do crazy things. I saw a lot of tweets about how those are the words of like abusers. Those are like like the framing of the language is yeah. like things that abusive people say to justify their actions. And I'm not I'm not calling Will Smith an abuser. I don't I don't know what his family life is like. I know that it's not normal. I know that it is high pressure. I know that they have a house full of superstars in that in that house and they have a spotlight on them that I will never have on myself. So I can't imagine the pressure that he's under. Yeah. But like the the, the part in his I, speech I can't be rooting for him in that moment because of what just happened. Yeah. The part in his speech and and I think the part in his speech that that stuck out to me that in my in my, in my couch therapist way you know all of, all of us are couch therapists but the the couch therapy moment that i caught was him saying we're we're expected to sit here and laugh at ourselves and get made fun of and just just take it all the time but it's yeah. hard it's hard to keep taking that all the time and just sit here and smile about it and in like with all the stuff that's gone on in their their public life in the last two years like I, entanglements and whatnot. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm, sh- I'm sure that pressure is exacerbated, and you know he's, he still loves his wife, and they, they still have, they still have, they're still together. Um, yeah. You know, I, it's something, some, something broken him, and he shouldn't, you know, he, 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 he couldn't think in that moment, and that's, then that's danger, and that's not a defense of him. That's. That's like, hey, dude, you need yeah. to go to fucking therapy. Uh, <laughs> this isn't this isn't cool. Yeah, if you're in therapy, I, I mean, you got to pick a different therapist. <laughs> I I appreciate um I appreciate you know Tyler Perry, Denzel Washington, who went and talked to him in the commercial breaks. I saw I saw like fan video from the rafters of 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 how it went down in the commercial breaks and things like that. Um I didn't see Chris Rock getting consoled. Yeah, that's something that I mean, kudos to Chris Rock for not pressing charges yeah. after getting assaulted on global <laughs> television. Um and and kind of I mean in a way that he's owning that, right? I made a joke I hit I it was inappropriate it it hit a nerve that I shouldn't I shouldn't have said it I got slapped for it did did, did he he say that no but like as a comedian like my thought after following stand-up comedy for a long time like it is a tough business and you don't like you develop a thick skin it is not something that like because sometimes you say something in front of an audience that is not well received and sometimes you you take the brunt of it like so it's uh yeah yeah, yeah it's 
yeah, uh, DC Inc. saying, I'm not condoning violence, but you joke about somebody's significant other and get slapped for it. Risk you were willing to take, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I you can't be a stand-up comedian and not be willing to... Get slapped. Get slapped. <laughs> like, you're, if you're gonna say stuff that could be insulting to people, like, that's a risk you're taking. Um, and you And you all make millions of dollars for all the things that you do. So... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It sucks that you got slapped. I'm sorry that you lost credibility at the Oscars. Um, yeah, it's yeah. Let, continue on your, on your, on your celebratory way. You, you <laughs> amazing human beings. Uh, any other thoughts on this? I want to, I want to end the show no, on some high notes. I don't care. Um, <laughs> you did not, I don't think you've watched this movie. Have you watched Coda? No, uh-uh. it's got is Chastain in it. No, oh. no, that's the that's the Tammy Faye Baker. Movie. Oh, oh directed um, by Michael so, Showalter from the state. So, yes, Coda is a movie that killed at Sundance. It was picked up by Apple TV Plus. Uh, Coda stands for Child of Deaf Adults, uh, and this is a movie. Um, about a girl who is a teenager uh, who both of her parents and her brother are deaf, uh, have been deaf all of their lives. And she is the only member of her family that is hearing. Um, so her family is in the fishing business. Uh, she is juggling uh, you know, working on a fishing boat with going to school. Um, and she has developed a love for singing. Uh, and she ends up taking like a choir class in high school is really good at it. Her, her teacher recommends that she could do this. She could actually go to college for this. Um, and it is a very interesting film about family and about pursuing your passions and, uh, the barriers that keep us from maybe supporting each other as well. Um, if you have Apple TV plus, you can go watch it right now. It's streaming. It's always been streaming. Was not released in theaters. Uh, huge kudos to Troy Kotzer, uh, who was the dad in this movie, who is deaf, uh, winning actor in a supporting best actor in a supporting role. Huge, huge thing to see. Um, just, just very awesome. Um, and then beyond that, this film also won best picture which is record-breaking in a number of ways because not only is it the first movie direct-to-streaming to win the highest award at the Oscars, um, but it's also one of only like four films that has won Best Picture without also winning, I think, Best Director and like or like Best Editing and Best like Cinematography or something like that. Uh. So, um, yeah, I don't... We have different tastes, Brandon. You and I, we 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 have different films that we um that we watch on a regular basis. You watch sure. a lot more. Sure. I mean yeah, it's I watch true. I watched Robocop two the other day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I could watch a Oscar movie. I watched Robocop two. Uh the one with the nuke. <laughs> I I I would encourage you, because I believe you have access to Apple TV Plus, um, give this movie a try um 
I loved it. I thought it, I thought it was great. And I was, I was overjoyed uh, to see this win. And I will say this as a person that uh, took American sign language uh, in college, because I thought it was a cool foreign language uh, to, to try and learn foreign language, right? It was a foreign language credit. Um, but it was really cool. Like the coffee shop I worked at, we had a, a regular customer who was deaf and it was so cool to open up the doors of being able to like communicate with that person better yeah. and, and understand that person more. Um, but in, uh, the deaf community, instead of like clapping for applause, uh, people put their hands up and, and shake them. Right. That is, that is, American sign language for applause, right? Um, because it's a visual representation for the, for, for, for deaf people to, to show that you're, you're cheering for them. And it was so cool to see both, uh, when guy won for supporting actor and then also for best picture, um, just the whole place standing up and, and shaking their hands, uh, to applaud for, uh, everybody involved with this film to include uh, all of the, uh, the the deaf cast. And so um, if you want to talk about showing love and, and being and being loving, right? Like to me, that is that is that is an example of that. That is meeting others and it, where they are and mm-hmm. and um, doing doing something different to to support other people and so uh highlight of the night for me uh, with that film and um really really kind of allowed the show to end on a high note on a high note uh, despite the um the previous situation yeah yeah you know it it's going back to that sarah silverman thing she she talked about a joke that she had heard and it was about they're basically saying like you walk up to to LeBron James with a picture of when he was you know in 6th grade and you say this is this is you and like well yeah that was that was me that was me you know 15 years ago that, that but that's you that's you uh and the idea is that that is that is a representation of you when you were younger that's not showing how you've grown since then and uh you know i i would hope that will smith grows from <laughs> gross in this sure. and sure. uh and i i would like to see you know us all grow from seeing a grown man get slapped on stage and and how and how toxicity uh it manifests itself in what we yeah. want to protect uh, us protecting people by violence and that that's no way to, to do it uh i also want to talk about love in a different way travis and this is just to, to close things out on my my flight back from dulles to lax i decided to watch a movie to help me fall asleep i was really pissed off for for reasons i won't go into on the podcast but i wanted to watch something lighthearted to help me try to go to sleep and so i put on wet hot american summer michael Showalter. yes michael Showalter reminded me of it and uh so it's on it's on my screen on in the seat in front of me right and there's some there's some kind of racy parts you know like maybe inappropriate for kids part uh and i forgot the scene <laughs> in that movie where michael ian black and um bradley cooper they sneak off 
and they're in a they're in a shack like a shed yeah, uh-huh. yeah. and mm-hmm. and they're just having sex with each other so hard <laughs> and it's the first time in a in an airplane that i i reach up and i cover the screen <laughs> and i i i skip i skip a couple minutes ahead uh, because there was like a couple rows back sir there are children on this <laughs> there flight. were there were like there were a couple uh Maybe like three to five year old kids. The the beauty of that is they're watching Encanto on their screens, so they're not paying attention to anything that's on your screen. That's right. They're they're just over there not talking about Bruno. Mitchell Mitchell versus Machines should have won. I'm just saying. I, I didn't Ooh. see an Encanto, but I just uh Encanto makes me cry uh, multiple times in a, in a single viewing. Um, it is crying does you, not make you, the movie good. It doesn't. It doesn't. You're right. You should watch the freaking movie. Watch the movie. I I I, I cried to Mitchell's versus Machine. Yeah. No. Also very good. Multiple times. You need to watch. You need to watch Encanto. No, like, I don't want to. I don't like Colombians. <laughs> well, that is real answer. Because show. because they killed Taylor Hawkins from Foo Fighters. Uh, R.I.P. That was that that was sucky news to hear as well. Yeah. I I definitely I'm spun to, some. I'm, try, I'm trying to bring it bring it back. I'm yeah, to, I spun some Foo Fighters. <laughs> I, I spun the Foo Fighters greatest hits uh, on Saturday for sure um, on the old record player. Yeah, because um, that that was that was pretty crappy news to wake up to, and and wild that I got to see them in concert for the first time last year. Oh, really? Uh, and essentially for, the, for probably the last time that so was that, that was, was that was the yeah. first concert i ever saw was it was a food fighters concert it's wild the it's the, wild. the the night after i got my well the night of my nose getting broken in eighth grade uh from a dude sucker punching me you slapped by somebody i'm you saying fun of it's all it's all it's, <laughs> it's all together it's all tied together yeah. anyway i think that um, should do it yeah if uh I have a few other random notes, but uh, those are going to be just for you, uh, yeah. folks in the in the Twitch stream. Uh, so they'll have to wait for the post show. Uh, but if you are listening uh, to the podcast or over on YouTube, thank you so much for sticking with us. If you're on YouTube, hit subscribe. Uh, you hit that like button. L- let us know that you're here. Give us a comment. Uh, if you're if you're if you're downloading this podcast for the first time, welcome. Thank you for being here. Uh, feel free to subscribe or leave a review, rate it over on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. We would appreciate it and it helps others find this content. Um, thank you for joining us for yet another Oscar celebration. Uh, we have Rick and Morty stuff to talk about. So if you're a fan of Interdimensional RSS, make sure uh, that you're subscribed there and stay tuned for our next episode. Uh, and until then... I'm Travis. And I am Brandon. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. (laughs) Hollywood. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.